You're listening to The Poncho Section, conversations about all things media and Mel Brooks. It's a podcast. And here's your hosts, Michael Canfer and Ethan Feldstein. I think was the best James Bond, the best James Bond of all time. That's like the biggest. That's like the biggest question. Yeah. For guys, I feel like. I think for the the American population and the British population, it's all. I, well, it's all like when you grew up. Yeah. I was just thinking about what was. I, I think it might have been his first movie. No, it no, it couldn't have been his first movie. But it was the first time maybe I had seen him on screen. Is uh, Pierce Brosnan? In, oh yeah. Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, a great, my God. A great role. In, uh, <laughs> there was a run by fruiting. Yeah, he, was, he was perfect for that part, though. Oh, my God, yes. Um, but what was it? Oh, Stuart. Yeah. Stuart. Stuart Stu. And uh, his first Bond was uh, in Goldeneye. Goldeneye right after that. Yeah. So that, that was like the first guy mm-hmm. that I think you and me probably saw in I James Bond I think so. Movie. It was... Most likely either that. I know my dad was like a big fan of of the the Bond movie. So unless I possibly have seen like one of the movies when 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 you know he put it on TV, it was probably Pierce Brosnan. I would imagine so because I was in '95. Yeah. So we would have been six. Yeah. So yeah, that's probably the first one. Yeah, I don't even know because I remember actually the video game. The video more. game that was. I think I probably played the video game before I actually saw the movie. To possibly, be I think. I think I might have actually seen Tomorrow Never Dies first. I, I don't know. I'm trying to think if Pierce Brosnan actually was the first Bond movie I saw or if I if the first one I saw was a Sean Connery one. Because mm. I, I, rem- I have a memory of watching Diamonds Are Forever because I, like, oh, okay. I remember the theme song. And I, I remember watching song. that one. And, um, and then watching Austin Powers and then being explained oh to God. how Austin Powers is a spoof on right. on James Bond. James Bond's been spoofed like a lot. Yeah, definitely. Like like way too many times. That I think they even had um they spoofed themselves. I don't know, actually it wasn't so uh the majority of the movies are by Eon. There was one they did a Casino Royale, but it wasn't like an official Yeah, Bond it was movie. like it was like separate, but wasn't that with Connery? I don't think so, no. Oh, no. They did have... So Connery did come out with one. It was uh, Never Say Never Again. Like later on, though. Yeah, but was that, that, was was that part of like the Bond, I guess we'll call it canon? No. It wasn't. Because that's not part of the Eon films. Unless, okay. I guess, I guess uh, if you're considering the canon being the Eon films. That was outside of that. But there oh. was another one um, in the early 60s that was called Casino Royale. Yeah, and then they... But then they, they remade, remade it. Yeah. But that was part of the Bond. Right. And that one was fantastic. Oh my god, unbelievable! Daniel so Craig. good. I I really like Daniel Craig. Yeah, but for my my dad was a Roger Moore guy. Okay, I think that was like I think it's like who you grow up with. Yeah, but to me, like Brosnan and Daniel Craig are so different, and it's hard because the last the last Brosnan movie was so bad. Yeah, he went like that's a bad way to go out. I think so. Like you don't want to go out like that. Might have been the worst Bond movie. Ever. Ooh. Hmm. I mean, is there, can you think of a worse one than Die? Can you think of a worse theme song than Die Another Day by Auto Tuned Madonna? Auto Tuned Madonna. Um, I'm pulling up the list of them. I think, I mean, yeah, I'm going to have to go with that's probably the worst. I didn't love the last Bond movie. No, the last Bond movie, Spectre wasn't great, but it's. But it's not as bad. No, it's as definitely not. Die another day. Yeah, die another day was as like campy and just cheesy and over the top as you could possibly as you could possibly get. I feel like the yeah the Daniel Craig movies have like this. Every other movie is good. Like Casino Royale mm-hmm. was really good. Right. Quantum of Solace was eh. Yeah. Skyfall was great. Incredible. Yeah. And then and and Spectre, Spectre. was was meh. Yeah, so. um, I think I want to save the next Bond movie towards maybe like later in the podcast to discuss Bond Twenty Five. Mm-hmm. But I went through to see there's so so far there's been twenty four movies, right? And I went through. I I seem God, to have seen so one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. I've seen sixteen out of the twenty four movies. Do you have a favorite? Because mine is Goldfinger. Yeah, so it's hard for me to go and like, because I forget a lot of them. 
like Here's I've seen, list. I've seen, no, but I, I, I know the names of them. Yeah. But I forget of like, I, I'm, I just haven't seen them in so long mm-hmm. that a lot of them aren't fresh in my memory. Like the That's ones fair. that are fresh in my memory are like the, the newer ones. And also like there are certain scenes yeah. that are like, that are like fresh. Like there's a scene in Tomorrow Never Dies, I think, mm-hmm. where Pierce Brosnan like goes to this, I, where is he in tomorrow? He's like in some foreign place. He's in a few places. Uh, he's in China at one point. Yeah, yeah. Oh so, no, he's in. Um, I think Vietnam. Maybe it's when he's in Vietnam and he like goes up to a keyboard and it's like yep. not. It's like you know, it's in Vietnamese, and he like turns to the woman. He's like, actually, why don't you type? And this yeah. is like, it's a very like suave like Bond kind of delivery. Definitely. I, know, I always thought that was funny. Yeah, starring. Oh my god, what the hell is her name? Actually, wait, I have it written down. I forget who's um, in. Tomorrow who's in? Never Dies. Uh, oh, who's crap. The, the world is not. Michelle Yeoh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Duh. Michelle Yeoh, who was in Crazy uh, Rich Asians. Crazy Asians. Yeah. She was I, like her, I like her a lot. She was awesome in that movie because she yeah. like could, like she was badass. She was like able to fight and stuff like that. Like yeah. she didn't need Bond. Like it was all kung fu and shooting and badassness. Badassness? That's a word now. Yeah. My favorite, though, I mean, honestly, it might be one of the new ones. I really like Skyfall, but that one's also really fresh in my memory. I liked liked the villain a lot. I'm a big Javier Bardem fan. He was great. So, I mean, that might have been, that might be my current favorite, Mm -hmm. but I would have to go back and watch, like, some of the Connery ones. They're just so different. Like, comparing Sean Connery to Daniel Craig is not even fair. Yeah. Because they're not, it's not the same thing. And I think that, and I think that's okay. I think Bond can, like, I think there's, you can evolve. It's hard to do, like, a series like that Mm -hmm. over so many years. It's really interesting how that. I can't think of another film series that does something like that. Yeah. We're in, like, a weird time with this one, too, because it's like this, it's this thing where, like, culture is moving one way, but Bond Mm -hmm. is one way. So people, it's, it's a real, like, struggle and they don't know, like, but the Bond movies do so well that there's no sense in anyone stopping them. I feel like the recent ones are starting to explore that kind of concept, Mm -hmm. especially like in, in Casino Royale, uh, you have uh, Vespa who like upon meeting Bond automatically like throws out to him like the issues with kind of like the older Bond. Like he's like, who was it? You're like a, um, a relic from the Cold War, kind yeah. of stuff like that, like that a womanizer kind of stuff. So it is interesting. Um, I was curious. So going down the list, the first Bond movie was Doctor No. Mm-hmm. That one was weird. That one was all right. Um, I, I like it. That was fun. It was. It was definitely. It started off with like all the kind of cool things, like various locations, basically a, a, a person trying to take over the world or something like that, and the the. Bond girls, which I guess apparently now, recently they're now trying to be coined Bond women. But okay, I don't know. I, yeah. I don't. I, I don't know. I like. I don't. I don't care so much about that mm-hmm. stuff. Like it's. Oh, I mean, I don't. I. I. If somebody calls him a Bond woman as opposed to a Bond girl, I'm not gonna like lose any sleep. It's just. It's just like it doesn't have a, a nice of a ring to it. Like Bond woman. Bond. bond like woman, it's. It's bond just. Girl. It's just maybe been the same. Maybe it's the the double syllables i don't know like i don't i don't know where like i stand with all this like i'm sort of i don't know i I, see the way i see things is like movies are not to be emulated Mm -hmm. so you see a movie for entertainment you don't see it because like i want to be like bond or i want to be like at least i don't see it that way like we saw john wick recently love Mm -hmm. john wick but i'm not like i love keanu he's great i don't want to be like john wick right no interest in being like john wick yeah i have no interest in any of that Mm mm-hmm but it's like just pure popcorn entertainment, right. you know. It's one of those things where you can root for that person in the context of the movie, even if they are necessarily a bad person. Yeah, yeah. Like in in the, in the context of like, if this was a normal person walking down the street, you'd be like, yeah, that's kind of a bad dude. Yeah. Uh, but in the context of who they are dealing with it within the movie, it's it's different. Yeah, but um, is it ever like? But are they ever officially called Bond girls, or is that just the name that was coined? Like after, like, does he ever say like these are my Bond girls? No, I don't think he ever yeah, says that. In yeah, the, in he the, ne- it's never said. Like, yeah, it's I don't just, think that's in a f- the film. I think maybe that's just culturally. Um, yeah, so you can't really it. you can't really change that though. Yeah. you can't change what people say amongst their like circles. I don't know. The next movie after that, which I didn't see, from Russia with Love. Have you seen that one? That was in 1963. Also Connery. Great year. <laughs> um, actually, not a great year. That was that was the. Uh, 
I think that was the year Kennedy was shot. Not a great year. No. Um, but uh, I have not seen that one. Okay. The next year was great. The Beatles um, and Goldfinger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. I've seen that's, Goldfinger. That's definitely my favorite. I yeah. watched it recently. It's been so long since I've seen it, though. It's there. There are definitely things that I was just like kind of cringing at because they there are certain things that really don't hold up. Like, well, yeah, there's the, so much. Is it's there's like extra chauvinistic, like sexism and all that stuff, and like I'm able to get past it just because it's like it is a product of its time. It's of course it, but it's just like hey, it's it's fun. You have uh, pussy galore as the. Uh, as, as the the Bond girl in that movie, and oh my god, I like how they they played on that in Austin Powers with a lot of vagina, a lot of vagina, yeah, yeah, yeah uh, pussy galore. And it's I saw a a documentary about it, and they were saying like when they originally came up with the title of that, they're like, "Are you mad? You can't you can't say that." And it just it worked out the way that Sean Connery spoke. He's like, "Pusher," yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then uh, or this is or Goldfinger. Who is uh, played by Gert Frobe, but uh, voiced by Michael Collins? Because I heard that apparently nobody could understand what the actually a- the actual actor was saying. Like he would do his lines, and everybody would just be like, "What?" I love I love when they do stuff like that. That's like what they did with um, Young Hercules. With um, I think it's called with, or, with, uh, or no, not Young Her- uh, Hercules in the city or whatever it was called with Arnold Schwarzenegger where he couldn't, they couldn't understand him. So they had dubbed him over with this guy. I was like, hello, I am Hercules. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, And he had uh, a great idea. Goldfinger loved gold and he wanted to blow up a a nuclear bomb in Fort Knox, making, uh, radiating the gold and therefore driving up the price of his own gold, which was outside of the U.S. And then he gets shot out of an airplane, which also, that doesn't work physics-wise, but hey, it's a fun, silly, campy movie. That's like how they... Which is my favorite It's just so funny. Like, those are the ones where, like, that's how... Those, like, original Bond movies are what inspired the Austin Powers movies. Yeah. you had Gold Member. Gold Member, yep. And and Dr. Evil, of course, the best. Dr. Evil, Dr. No, obviously... Uh, after that is Thunderball in 1965. I didn't see that one. You know, I might have. Like, there was times where I, I caught these movies on mm-hmm. TV. Yeah. But I don't know which ones they were. Yeah. After that one is You You Only Live Twice. And I think out of all of the, these, that might be the worst one when it comes to just how offensive it is. Mm. Because there's there's a part where they basically just dress him up to look Asian. Yeah. It's like... That was fine though in the sixties. Like yeah, that was, it was well, yeah. You have like, like Breakfast what is at that? Tiffany's. Like, yeah, Breakfast at Tiffany's, Mickey yeah. Rooney. Uh, it's like stuff. Like, it wasn't that bad. Like he wasn't putting on like the the super racist like voice and and all that stuff. But it's not good. No, he's like they like put these like little things over his eyes to make his eyes more like slanted and to, so that he fits within like this typical stereotype. Yeah, they like dye his skin a little bit more. So that he's not like this pasty Scottish dude. Yeah, um, it's, it's weird. But that I you have uh, Blofeld in that one again, and they they keep changing up the actor of Blofeld, and I think in all these movies, mm-hmm. the most recent one being Christoph Waltz. Right, that's right. Where he, which I, which I was disappointed because I really like him a lot. I, I yeah, I love him, and then. They totally pulled like an Austin Powers thing, yeah, with where like they were brothers or like step brothers adopted. I, yeah. or it was that was, it was terrible. It was very lazy. I yeah. felt. Yeah, that was that was some weird re- rewriting. After that is, oh, there was two years after that one in on Her Majesty's Secret Service. That was the first one with George Lazenby. Yeah, and the only one with George Lazenby because he yeah. was an only in one. I didn't I never, see that. I one. never saw the. George. I actually heard he's not bad. But. Yeah, I I didn't see that one. The one after that was Diamonds Are Forever, mm-hmm. which I. Didn't. So wait, he, Lazenby did one. He did one, and then I guess they were like, "That was bad." Let's and get like, Connery, Connery back. please come back. Yeah, well, he he decided to hang it up, and then he's like, "I'll come back for one." Yeah, I guess so. Interesting. Um, and that one, I. I didn't put that on my list that I've seen that one only because I I've seen scenes of it. I just haven't seen the whole thing through, so I didn't feel like comfortable being like, yeah, I've seen Diamonds that are Forever. I mean, the music is amazing. <laughs> there, some of these movies have just incredible music. Others, except for Die Another Day. Except for Die Another Although Day. Although Adele's uh, um, fucking Skyfall? Skyfall is great. Oh my <laughs> god, it's amazing. Yeah, that song will like get in your head. That 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 one was. 
was perfect. I was always bouncing between that song and the Chris Cornell song from Casino Royale, between like which ones oh, I liked the most. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Both of those were very good. Um, I'm probably more in the camp of the Skyfall. Didn't, I didn't one, like the Spectre song so much. The that Sam was Smith. Sam Smith. Yeah, no. Yeah, I wasn't. I, wasn't a big I was fan not of that. a fan. And I legit cannot even remember who did the Quantum Solace. Yeah, I mean, I'd say, like he's got a good voice for it, but I like the song. So I was just like, not yeah. that. So um, th- yeah, sometimes great. that that happens. Like I think. Yeah. In I think it was Tomorrow Never Dies. It was it was either Tomorrow Never Dies or The World Is Not Enough. I think it was Celine Dion. So you have like a, clearly somebody who can sing, but I think it was just kind of like a. Meh. But who like the thing with Madonna like in Die like well who thought that was a good idea Yeah, oh, that, that was weird. So bad. My favorite, I think, possibly might be "License to Kill," mm. sung by Gladys Knight. Okay, incredible. That one's good, and also the um, the Spy Who Loved Me, which was yeah. um, oh my god, Carly Simon. Yeah, yeah and then well, there's the that. classic "Live and Let Die." Oh yeah, well that's which is, which is like probably the most well known mm-hmm. one. So that and that was the first one with Roger Moore. That was the first one with Roger Moore. Yeah, really? that was in ninety. Oh. Well, 1973. I don't know why I said 90. Paul McCartney and Wings. Wings. And yeah. then uh, what's what Guns N' Roses did a cover of that. Did a cover of Live and Let, Live Die. And Let Die. Yeah. yeah. That one. And then my second favorite Bond film of like, I guess, I don't know what you, maybe we call them classic Bonds. I don't know. My second favorite film Bond film was The Man with the Golden Gun. Yeah, I like that one a lot. With Christopher Lee as uh, Scaramanga. Oh, the best villain. Absolutely. Yeah. Totally Christopher Lee badass. should play, well, he's dead now, yeah. but he should have played every villain. Every villain. <laughs> Unbelievable. He's always, I've never not liked him in anything. He's yeah. like one of those guys who I'm like, he's always, and he's always pretty villainous. Yeah. Everything. I, I bet he was like a really nice guy too. Oh, definitely. But, I feel like it's it's the voice. He's got that super yeah, deep voice. Yeah, but he also like in every. But he's great in everything. Even in the Star Wars prequels, like he yeah. was the best. Count Dooku was like the best part of yeah. of the second episode. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, he was great. Yeah, and it, he like did his own fencing kind of stuff because he like legit knew how to fence. Yeah. Although his his demise in the in the third oh was, was disappointing because it was yeah. like in the first scene they're like do it yeah I'm like really it was that was that easy mm-hmm. that always bums me out about it's like they seem so and it's like oh we can cut your arms off of the lights yeah I'm like god damn it the other thing it's that, like you if you make just like one little false move right that's it the one thing that always bugs, bugs me that with, always bugs me with the Star Wars stuff we're getting off on a tangent but the one thing yeah. that bugs me is so I'm very nerdy. And periodically, I'll just be like checking out Wikipedia, or I'll look, watch a YouTube video talking about like which Star Wars person would win in a fight between these two characters. And like they're going off of, I guess, what's written in the books. Yeah. Saying like, oh, they were able to move at like almost the speed of light. And I'm thinking like that was never portrayed in the movies, not even yeah. close. Yeah. Yeah. So what the fuck, bro? Yeah, but that that stuff's frustrating yeah. but um the but next movie yeah the next movie uh after the man with the golden gun was the spy who loved me and that is i guess you call that my third favorite of like these these old classic ones again roger moore that was where we had the first appearance of jaws oh by yeah richard karn karn klein not klein keen richard he was uh not richard karn karn yeah the he was the boss from um happy gilmore no 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 What's it? No, not Richard Carn. Richard Carn's uh, from, he from he, uh, Home Improvement. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, damn it! I turned my phone off. Uh, no. The uh, hold on. Hey, I'll, I'll think of it. From from what from the Spy Who Loved Me. Right, but what he played Jaws. Okay. So what I pulled up here, the Spy Who Loved Me. They had uh, who were the girls? Oh, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, this that's who I thought it was. Yeah. It's this guy who is. Fuck is the guy's name though? He was in no, not Young Frank. Yeah, you said Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore, yeah. Yeah, I believe that belongs to Mr. Gilmore. Exactly. Yeah, he played the big dude, his Happy Gilmore's old boss, but he also played Jaws in that... Richard Keel. Keel. There we go. Richard Keel. I actually, I never knew his name, ah. but I, he's a it's always a scary looking dude. Yeah, he was in Spy Who Loved Me, and then in Moonraker. I feel like I did yeah. this wrong. No, I didn't. I just printed out too many documents. As always, 
But yeah, that was the bad guy was Carl Stromberg. Yeah, his his plan was to blow basically capture British submarine and a Soviet submarine and start a nuclear war. Yeah, and then repopulate the world with his underwater colony. These villains always had the most bonkers ideas yeah. of what to do. Like mm-hmm. what? Like I don't. That's Amazing. why I always like the Joker. He's just like he just wants to fuck shit up. He has no reason. Yeah, like he doesn't have a plan. All yeah, that's the thing. All these things are extra convoluted. Yeah, and then uh, I think the thing is that with Austin Powers, they kind of like poked fun at it in the most perfect way. Oh yeah, where Scott Evil, Scott Evil, but also like how Doctor Evil. I'm gonna put you in an easily escapable like. Um, trap or whatever and then we're i'm just gonna where they like just close the doors and it's like scott's just like wait what why don't you just shoot him right here it's like why don't you just shoot him while he's on the crapper yeah yeah no i'm just gonna leave him be and i'm sure i'm gonna assume everything goes well yeah yeah so yeah that it just emphasizes exactly what happens in all these movies with the that and the bad guy monologuing too much and yeah all that stuff. But as I said, the next movie was Moonraker in 1979. I didn't see that one. No. I didn't see the next one for Your Eyes Only, 1981. I don't I, honestly, I don't think I saw any of the 80s ones. Yeah, me neither. I never saw Octopussy. No. Also, Roger Moore. Then came the Never Say Never Again with Sean Connery coming back. I but saw that was not part the, of the not Bond. Not part of the... the now, is, the, that, is that included in like the 25 Bond movies, though, or no? Oh, snaps. See, that's... I guess big, not. Yeah. Right. Cause yeah. Yeah. Because this is Bond 25 of the Bond series. Right. right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I saw that one. That one was not good. Then A View to Kill with Roger Moore again. That mm. was the one with Christopher Walken. Right. Christopher Walken was the bad guy. I didn't see that one, though. Was Now, was Roger Moore in... Who was? He was in a lot of Roger them. Moore was in the most. He was in the mm-hmm. most. Okay. Yeah. Then the first one with Timothy Dalton was in 1987. The, Light, the Living Daylights... I get so I get Lazenby and Dalton mixed up for some reason, but Dalton uh-huh. was the guy. He was he bridged the gap between Moore and um, Brosnan. Brosnan. Yeah, yeah. So the, I didn't see that one, but I did see his next one, License to Kill. I never and, saw the Daltons. Oh, okay, no. yeah. That it, I mean, it was okay. It was very eighties. That was eighty nine. It was all about like cocaine, which is like a big like kind of eighties thing, and still still yeah. prevalent today. Yeah, there were sharks. Yeah, those are kind of prevalent today, I guess too. Yeah, we have sharks. Um, and we have, we have sharks. Yeah, sharks and cocaine. Yeah, um, and short, short hair. The the Bond gal had short hair. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then Gladys Knight sang yeah. the song. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Hell and then yeah. after that, though, there was then like, there's Pierce Brosnan. There was like a lot of long time between the two movies. Yeah. Uh, then the next one was in '95. So you went from '89 to '95 with no Bond, uh, starting off. With an amazing Bond with Goldeneye. Wait, so, but when was the last Bond movie? Um, it was in Spectre. Uh, 2015, yeah. So, I mean, we're kind of close with that. Like this, a little bit, this, yeah. this one's taken a long time because there's yeah, been a lot. And also, 2020. Also, like Daniel Craig said after the last week, like, this is my last one. Mm-hmm. And then he, like, all of a sudden had a change of heart or they threw a bunch they, of money at him. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, then you had Goldeneye, Pierce Brosnan, amazing film. Mm-hmm. You had uh, the incredible Alan Cumming yeah. as Boris. Oh yeah, no, no. I am invincible. I love Goldeneye. Yeah, so good. That's and then, the, of course, I think that's probably the, the that's probably the best um, yeah. Brosnan one. That yeah, that one is excellent. I, mean, I also liked Tomorrow Never Tomorrow Dies. Tomorrow Never Dies is good. That one was great. Elliot Carver. Oh, I mean, for, for before we get on to that, Goldeneye was Sean Bean. Yeah. As, oh, as, oh. as Alec Trevelyan. Yeah. yeah and, so good. Yeah. Oh, um, that was great. Tomorrow Never Dies, the the concept of like, it, actually, it's funny because it kind of is, maybe relates to today with like the news yeah. where the, his plan was to try to kind of cultivate the news. So he was trying to start a, a war before... It actually happened. So he would they'd be the absolute first ones to get their news out. And then I think it was to try to get like an exclusive deal with China mm-hmm. where they would be the only ones to be able to put out the news or whatever. Then you had Tomorrow Never Dies. That one was not, not as good. No, I'm sorry. Not Tomorrow Never Dies. The World, the world is, not, is Not Enough. Yeah, The World Is Not Enough. I forget about that one all the yeah, time. Yeah, that one had to do with just, I think it had to do with the, the daughter of this dude who owned a lot of oil. Killed him. She killed him. And then 
they were going to try to like i think nuclearize if that makes sense uh a, i think istanbul or something like that uh-huh. to try to i don't know make it so that they're the only ones who can control oil or something like that one of those generic yeah. things and then it just went even more downhill from there after that with die another day the die last Pierce another Brandon. day yeah, no, that one. He only was did four. Garbage. Right? He only did four. Yeah, yeah, and they were pretty tight. Like he did, like they made them kind of like one after the other. I feel like basically ninety five, ninety seven, ninety nine, and two thousand two. Because like so, so within the, like a two two to three years of of each other. So so he was so so Brosnan was in movies in the Bond movies in a span of seven years. Not mm-hmm. really that not that long. Yeah, all things considered, Daniel Craig like. Casino Royale was came out in 20, 2006. Right. That's a long 2006 to currently 2015 and then the next one's coming out in 2020. So that's yeah, that's a 14 it's, year. Yeah, it's wild. But also I, I it's double guess the time. His, a lot of the issues that he's having uh, he's having a lot of like issues with his body now from from like it's taken a toll because I think his bond it, is a lot more physical. But is that what probably. they were saying like that he that's th- the problem or Um I think he wants. The director wants, dropped out. Yeah, I think he also kind of wants out. I think in every single film, he's done something to his body. Yeah, well, um, he, he's it, yeah, like you said, it's a lot more physical, which is ironic because he's done more of them, and he's it's yeah, it seems weird because like Brosnan's Bond wasn't as physical. I mean, he did stuff, but right. not to the same extent of mm-hmm. Daniel Craig. Yeah, but Daniel Craig's like I, I, we we kind of covered it where it's been like kind of like an every other thing with him so far. So like Casino Royale amazing yeah incredible reboot of like this kind of character starting from the beginning i um, just i like how he's made it his own i like yeah. when they because sometimes I, I like brosnan but sometimes i felt like he was trying to channel connery a little bit i could see um that. or we're actually maybe more like roger moore if I, I think maybe there's more similarities there. i feel maybe he would be somewhat in the in the middle because like he yeah. was very very good looking yeah kind of dude suave suave definitely yeah uh it just I don't know. He's uh, he might be my favorite. Bond. Brosnan. Actually, oh, it's hard to say because then there's I mean sh- I do like then there's Brosnan. Connery because like th- he's classic. I th- I think I think the thing with Brosnan though it's because of it's like who we grew up with. That's Brosnan. True. So I yeah, think it's there's just, probably yeah. some um, bias there. Yeah, but I but I like Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig's I think did a really great job with. with he made it his own thing. Absolutely. So the next movie coming out and. Bond twenty twenty five, which is I guess the current title. It's it's not going to be the official title, obviously. Yeah, they haven't. They still haven't figured it out yet. Yeah, there's been some rumors going on with that movie, where uh, and like there's been a whole big hubbub about the next 007. Yeah, uh, yeah, they've been talking about that. Played a lot. by the actress Lashana Lynch, who is from uh, Marvel's Captain. Captain Marvel. I haven't seen Captain Marvel. It was. It, I liked it. It was good. Yeah. And so uh, this was, uh, I guess, according to I was reading in a Vox article that the rumor came from an anonymous source quoted in the Daily Mail. Yeah. Uh, according to the Mail source, in director Carrie Fukunaga, Fukunaga's yeah. 2020 film Bond 25, Lynch takes over the role of 007 after Daniel Craig's James Bond goes into retirement. Lynch's had previously been confirmed as part of the cast, but was said to be playing a character named Naomi. Mm-hmm. Daniel Craig is apparently is to remain the major character or the major part of the story. His bond rapidly comes out of retirement during the film in order to face off against Rami Malek's, who is the Rami Malek, who is the villain. Yes, which I think could be interesting. Like, I yeah, think I like it, him. It both him as a villain, but also this playing with uh, Lashana Lynch. Uh, her character Naomi, her, her, I guess as the current 007, mean because Daniel Craig's Bond had retired, him coming back into, I guess, into duty, and then maybe these two characters working together, kind mm-hmm. of like playing off of each other, do two different styles, two different eras. I think that could be something interesting. And then I guess the thing that would I personally am more interested in if this is the case and granted this is all rumors nothing has been confirmed about this besides the fact that both these two actors are in the movie that uh, Lashana Lynch is the character's Naomi and that Bond would be coming out of retirement it'd be interesting to see what the future of these characters like are they going to is the Bond are the Bond films essentially going to be just 
now 007 films. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like now we're just going to follow the character who is in the role of this 00 agent, specifically the 007 agent. Mm-hmm. And then however many years down the line, maybe Lashana Lynch then passes it over to a new person who now takes on the role of the 007 agent. Yeah. Um, I think no. And because, and this is no what, to what, what that, 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 that's not going to be what it is. Like, it's okay. still going to be James Bond. It's still going to like go on mm-hmm. that way because they are not going to risk losing money because mm-hmm. people want to see James Bond movies. They don't want right. to see there, there is, yeah, there is, uh, I guess the, there's that part where yeah. like there's something about specifically that Bond character, not necessarily just the role of the double O agent. Also, you could do like a, a spinoff thing for sure. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know why. I mean, the thing's been going on for so long. Mm-hmm. There, there will be, come a point where they won't do it anymore. Yeah. But it doesn't seem, it seems like the, there's like that one person, I forget who she, like someone who's like a head honcho somewhere mm-hmm. is like, no, it's going to be James Bond. Like, it's like nothing's changing in that, right. in that oh, regard. I think it was, yeah, uh, Barbara Broccoli, I think Yeah, it was. yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's more like the speculation of like, who's going to take over that role right? once Craig um, hangs it up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know a lot of people have like said like Idris Elba has like been a name that's been floated around mm-hmm. for like a long time. And while I think he would be great, um, I think he would have been great like probably, uh, they probably would have uh, maybe like a few years ago. Right. Because I think now they're not going, they're not going to go with someone, they're going to go with someone like younger. Probably. Yeah, that makes sense. He's probably, probably someone like more closer to our age so that they can like... Which is weird. It's weird, but like that, that's so that they can use them for like movies to come. That makes like, sense. Because like if you think about it, like with a few exceptions, most of them have like stayed with the role for like a long mm-hmm. time. And it's like whoever, I mean, I think the, the one guy who was like in at the top of the list was that guy, Richard Madden, who... I feel like is most likely going to get it. He was on Game of Thrones. Hmm. I'm not as familiar with his character, but um, he's Scottish. He's like 33. Oh, interesting. Um, Handsome guy. Like he has like all like the Mm -hmm. qualities that like you could see like he would be the guy to take it over. And there's been other names that they've thrown in the running too. Yeah. Um, But he, to me, he seems like the most likely guy to take it over. Mm -hmm. And whatever happens with, um, what what's what, what was the act, actress's name? Um, who's going to be the 007? Oh, uh, Lashana Lynch. Lashana Lynch. I think what's going on, people haven't seen the movie yet. It's like one of these things where it's all like kind of speculation. I, I get the feeling that's like just something that is being, I could be completely wrong about this, mm-hmm. but I, I get the feeling that it's like something that someone took and it's like kind of become a game of telephone mm. and that it's kind of getting blown out. So maybe it is like a part of this particular movie like it is part of that story but i don't think it necessarily means like she's taking over the franchise as as like another thing you know Mm -hmm. like i i just don't think that's gonna happen i'd I'd be shocked if like they took that risk right to like if i i would just be really surprised yeah i'm curious as to what the overall plan is for them yeah i don't know like i think it's just to make keep making them yeah i'm I don't know how I feel when it comes to like, cause then there's all, there's like a lot, I feel like a lot of people are getting too emotional and too up in arms about like, people are thinking like, Oh, they're going to make bond a girl or whatever. Yeah. And like, honestly, at the end of the day, I couldn't really give a shit. It's, it's, this is the biggest first world problem that you could think of. Well, sure. For me personally, there, there's two parts of it. One at the end of the day, for me, if you're telling a good story, if you're making me like interested and invested in this character and in the story, yeah, that's the most important part. I could see there are are issues though that that like this character is in such a way that they only because like they've been this character for sixty some odd years, yeah, um, that it could be hard to to maybe change the format. Um, they've done it with Doctor Who. Um, yeah. so I, I, it's a, obviously a different type of character. Yeah, I think it's different. Um, but you know what, at the end, if you have the right people, uh, the both actors and writers and directors, then, Hey, if you can make it work and give me an interesting movie to view, that's awesome. And I, I the one optimistic thing I would say is that the writer Phoebe Waller-Bridge is going to be on it. She's the actress 
slash writer, I think maybe producer, director. She's uh, did Fleabag. Yeah. And uh, she wrote for uh, Killing Eve, which yeah. is a terrific show. So that's definitely an exciting thing is that uh, if... If they are going to try to do more of maybe a culturally appropriate or, or more PC type of movie, that you mm. have somebody like her on board yeah. who can maybe make, smooth that out. Because I feel like a lot of the, I don't know, a lot of the movies today, there are a lot of movies that I feel like they're trying to do the more maybe flipping of the roles into uh, into women roles, which is fine. That's great. But I f- it feels like it's very pandering. It feels yes. like it's very condescending the way that a lot of them are doing it as opposed yeah. to, hey, here's an interesting character who just happens to be female. Well, yeah. I mean, I think, see, see, my thing is like, I don't, I don't really get why everyone's like kind of trying, going after James Bond, like why we have to like, I understand like in certain, in terms of like how our culture changes and like you wanting to change things in terms of writing or in terms of how the character behaves. I get that. In terms of like changing it to a woman, I don't. I don't understand that. I don't, I don't get the point of like trying mm-hmm. to do that. If like James Bond bothers you, just like you have the freedom to not see a movie. If you want to do a movie where the female secret agent movie, sweet, like do it. You know, yeah. I don't know why you have to take the cat. Like I, I'm all about like original kind mm-hmm. of stories. So I don't see why you have to kind of take the franchise and say like, we want to prove a point. Now she, now it's going to be Jane Bond instead of James right. Bond. It's like, all right. I mean, whatever happens, happens. Yeah. Maybe it'll happen someday. I'm not sure. But at the end of the day, with any of this stuff, you always have what you have. Yeah. So, like, you always have the movies you like. I wonder... That's kind of how I see it. I wonder if it's ever going to become something similar to with, like, Sherlock Holmes, where Mm -hmm. that's entered into the public domain so that they've now created all these different variations. Miss Sherlock, which is on... uh, It's on HBO Asia. It's, like, an Mm -hmm. Asian show um, with uh, two female... Mm -hmm. And like, look, it's cool. It's like a different, it's a different take. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm like, that's fine. I don't know. I just like, I don't, I don't care so much. Like you're saying. Yeah. Um, give us a good character. Give us a good story. If yeah, you want to make. I, I just, I feel it's, it's like both. I, I see both sides of it though. Cause like, there's the one side it's like, why it's like, who cares? But then it's like, why, why bother with this also? Mm-hmm. Like why bother? I just, I don't know. The, the, my biggest issue is whenever it it just comes off as like a pandering kind of condescending thing. But I think a lot of times it does. Yeah, yeah it, I feel like it comes off like that a lot. And it just seems like the studio or whatever, like they feel like this is obvious. James Bond is obviously a a character who is flawed. He is a, a flawed character. Well, that's the who thing. Is definitely like there's some issues definitely with the, with the older older movies. Absolutely, but if sometimes feels like they're these the studios are going like see we put a female everything's better that now cleans the slate of the previous character and it's that doesn't have to be like that well i think that's that's a big people have to realize too that these aren't like well-intentioned people right like they're not they're just trying to figure out what how to whichever way the wind is blowing like we're gonna just go with that right the yeah the people making these yeah they're not the the people at at the top of course we're not not. talking about the the people directly with their hands on it but the people up top like they just care about the money they want to see what whatever it can do to make the money of course that's it always comes down to money so Mm -hmm. um but the thing too is like a lot of stuff that has like like the the um I guess you call it like the female versions of movies that have come out, mm-hmm. like the female Ocean's Eleven and the female, um, instead of what women... Uh, what men want. What men want, mm-hmm. like the female Ghostbusters. Like, unfortunately, none of them have done well. Like, none of them have actually done mm-hmm. well at the box office. Or Yeah. Um, or may- maybe the Ghostbusters is all right, but I don't... But I like, it wasn't well received overall. And it's, and it's a shame because cause you have a group of really talented, funny people... Mm-hmm. And you could have used those people, and maybe they will in the future. For the example of of uh, Kristen Wiig, Kate McKinnon, Melissa McCarthy, yeah, three hilarious women. You could use them for something like for something original. I mean, think of Bridesmaids is like the perfect example of that. Yeah, where like that was a really successful movie because that was like an original thing and sort of like you know taken. No, I would say it's original because it's like their own story. Mm-hmm. You know. So that's kind of what I see is like it's a shame because in all these movies you do have like really good talented people. Yeah. But sometimes like these things fall flat. 
Yeah, the one weird thing with, I feel like with the Bond films is they're like, at some points, they are like with, it, it, it kind of feels like it's within the same, I, I, I can't even describe it. If Sometimes it feels like it's within the same Bond universe and then other times it's completely different. Yeah. Like sometimes they had Bond where he was uh, married at one point and other yeah. times it was... Like that never happened, and then now with the Daniel Craig kind of thing, and it's also sometimes with like certain like uh, what is it Blofeld kind of is different, played by different actors and stuff like that. I'm wondering if maybe something like that would be the future of the Bond films. Like every single Bond film could be completely different. It's a different take on a Bond in every single like it's it's its own I'm, Bond universe, if that makes sense. Like I'm the sure. multi the multiverse of Bond. I'm sure everything has been talked about or on the table. I'm mm-hmm. sure they might do something. Like, yeah, it's it's always kind of weird, and it it is weird with a character that spans so many decades. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, things are gonna get confusing. Things are gonna change, mm-hmm. especially um, with like not that it was a good take on it, but they changed Blofeld to now be like his stepbrother or whatever. Yeah. Like that was never something in the originals. Like so they it seems like they can kind of change some of the characters around that are maybe reoccurring. Sure. Sure. But yeah, I mean it'll be really interesting to see um where they head with it, but I still think that they're going to go like at least for for a little while longer mm-hmm. with like another bond. Yeah. You know, like they're going to they're going to go that route. Mm-hmm. I don't see I think a lot of it's just like internet speculation yeah. stuff that just gets out of hand but i think the studio people are like we've got our plan yeah i would hope they go with somebody i, th- I feel i feel this way with a lot of these kind of things going with the no names as yeah. opposed to somebody that is named well if you think about it like they they go with um like daniel craig was like an indie movie actor right that, so I he think wasn't he a no like, name yeah, but he, he was that he did like some broadway stuff or, or not broadway but like the the um theater i just i hope bond is still like like uh, either British or um, yeah, I, yeah, British. yeah. They definitely have to be like some sort of UK kind of thing, like yeah. Scottish, yeah, Irish, like no, British. no Americans, please. definitely not. Oh my yeah. god, that would be awful. Yeah, I don't like that. Um, yeah. There's also the other guy who was talked about is the guy who I just saw in Rocket Man, which was great. Which, oh, uh, really? Taron Egerton. Yeah. Oh, I feel like he'd be weird as. as yeah, I think Bond. he's just been on the list. I don't think he's actually yeah. in it. He was great in Rocket Man, and Richard Madden was also in Rocket Man too. Who was like mm. on? Who's? I think he. I, I'm pretty sure he's like at the top of the list. I've heard his name as like the guy for for a while. Yeah, I don't know. Robert Pattinson's already Batman, so he's he's busy. <laughs> is he uh, British? Oh, I guess he is British. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they on, they only had British people in the Harry Potter films. They did, yeah. yeah. Good for them. See, yeah. I also think it's because they can't like Americans can't do British accents as well as like British That's people true. can do American accents. You really think about it, it's way more the other way around. Yeah. Well, it was funny. Have you heard the whole thing with? Oh my god, I can't. I'm totally blanking on his name right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom Tom Hiddleston. Tom the, Tom Hiddleston Hiddle, Hiddle, Hiddle. the kid who plays um, Spider Man. Oh, name? oh no, that's that's a different guy. No, who am guy. I thinking uh, of? Tom. Fuck, what that kid? The hell's that kid's name? Uh, whoever I know the, you're talking yeah, about. Whoever Spider-Man the, kid. Whoever plays Spider-Man right now, he's a British dude. Yeah. And apparently, Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Yeah. Apparently, he's. I, I heard that he struggles to. Whenever he acts now, he's always does it in like a you uh, an American voice now. Because he's done Spider-Man. I, oh, because I, I guess think so. He's done I think all. he's like so. He's gotten like so used to doing this type of voice that i guess maybe when he's not acting he does his regular voice but then when he's in acting mode he's kind of like well now i'm doing it's american it's gotta fuck with your head pretty good i, I oh, can imagine I'm sure yeah yeah so i'm curious what who do we think is the best villain out of the movies that we uh, out of these movies the ones that we were talking about that we've seen uh, you got dr no auric goldfinger blofeld of course Blofeld again in Diamonds Are Forever, uh, which is the one I didn't see. You had uh, Dr. Kananga, or Mr. Big, in Live and Let Die. And then Francisco Scaramanga in The Man with the Golden Gun. Carl Stromberg in The Spy Who Loved Me. In License to Kill, you have Franz Sanchez. That's where uh, all the the cocaine and sharks. Uh, Goldeneye, Alec Trevelyan Mm -hmm. in Tomorrow Never Dies. Elliot Carver in World Is Not Enough. You have Electric King and Victor Renard... Zor- Zorkas and Die Another Day you have Gustav Graves 
slash Colonel Moon. Yeah, we'll cross that one off. Yeah, that one was immediately. awful. And then in Casino Royale, you have Le Chief and Mr. White. Yeah. I, 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 and then Quantum of Solace, Donald Green, and again, Mr. White. And Skyfall, you have Tiango, Raul Silva Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. Uh, played by Javier Bardem. Yeah. And then Inspector, you have Franz Oberhas slash Blofeld and Max Denbig, who was played by Andrew Scott, who was in... Um, yeah. Uh, oh, fuck, well, we were just talking about it. Uh, Sherlock. Sherlock, yeah. thank you. Moriarty. Yes. I I mean, I love Javier Bardem, you know, um, but, yeah. I, but I also do like uh, Sean Bean as well, uh, was Trevelyan Alec, or Alec Trevelyan? Trevelyan. I liked him too. They were very different, though. Yeah. I, I don't know. I like. I would have to see them both again right now. I'm leaning towards Javier Bardem, though. I, I thought f- he was perfect. Yeah. I feel like I'm bouncing between Alec Trevelyan, mm-hmm. Javier Bardem's character uh, Raúl Silva, mm-hmm. and also possibly just like he wasn't. I don't think he was a good villain, if that makes sense. Le Chiffre. Who was played by Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah, he was great. I think he I was just, great. He was just great in, like, Mads was excellent at that him. character. It was just, he was memorable, I guess, maybe is the is what you could say about that. I would have to watch those three movies back to back and then, uh, and then like, make yeah, another version. But, like, but yeah, all those, though, are, like, top mm-hmm. villains, I think. And yeah. it's funny because they're all from, like, the more recent decades. Yeah. But I think it's because they don't seem as, I don't know. I mean, like, we mentioned Christopher Lee also is a great villain, oh, too. Oh, of course. But... I don't know, the more modern, they seem, I think because like acting's changed, maybe mm-hmm. they actually seem more menacing or there's something different there. Yeah, maybe there's, they're like, like less campy, less like, cartoony. Those guys are like top-notch actors. They're like, yeah. those are like A-list actors. Absolutely. So it's very, like it's very different, mm-hmm. I feel like, than like the old yeah. kind of way. And like even like, like Rami Malek's going to be the new villain. Like mm-hmm. the guy just won an Oscar for best actor. Right. You know, it's like, it's very different now. Yeah. Yeah, so, I'm I'm very excited to see what uh who his villain is. I have I have high hopes. I just I feel like the I don't know. I don't know if people have high expectations for him. I always get worried about that because mm-hmm. like Christoph Waltz like is great, but like Right, that's true. And it's not that he I don't think he was bad per se. I think it wasn't an interesting enough character. Right. And I don't think he he didn't well, I should say I don't think he actually seemed that invested in either. He like almost didn't seem because, like, after seeing him in, like, Inglorious Bastards, like, this guy can commit. Of course. And then you see him in this, and you're like, what? Right. Yeah, yeah. We, we know he can do well. We've seen him in Glorious Bastards. We've seen him in Django. Django, yeah. I th- I have to... S- I would imagine it had to have been the, the script. You yeah, know, something it, was it, off. It was kind of a meh movie to begin with. I still like him, though. Yeah. And then, of course, I think the best henchman of them all... Actually, there's... Mm, I was going to say Odd Job is definitely, I think... The best henchman. Yeah. And then you have... Random Bar- Task. Random Task, yes. Uh, Baron Semity uh, from Live and Let Die, who is like the voodoo dude. Yeah. I mean, I think he's great. I th- I just think Random Task is the funniest <laughs> uh, spoof on Odd Job. Yes. Like, Odd Job. Who rando- throws a shoe? Odd Job to Random Task. <laughs> dude... Mike Myers had like oh, he, was he was so, great. He was so good. Uh, Austin Powers. That is first one, so good. The first Austin Powers is so many funny, unbelievable. Things. So good. Who throws his shoe? Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's so good. But yeah, that might be the best Bond movie. Yeah, I know. I want to watch Austin Powers, but they also did they did the uh, Johnny English movies, which were also spoofs on Bond. Oh, that's true. But like different kind of. Yeah. Like more, cause like I feel like that was that's more like the modern secret agent, whereas mm-hmm. like Austin Powers was like the the old school kind of, cause like very sixties right. and stuff. So it's it's more about um, that's true. The yeah, old. and I feel like Johnny English might be more. I wonder if that's more of a spoof of like something like Get Smart or something like that. Even though Get Smart is is, yeah. is itself like a spoof, you I can't. think of like Mission Impossible and all that stuff. So this is this is off topic, but you can't spoof a spoof. I've said this before. Yeah. It's really annoying because I just saw something for like. Come see, it was like, an, it said an, a parody of The Office. I'm like, The Office is already a parody. Oh, my God. What are you doing? That's redundant. Yeah. Redundant? Is that right? Redundant, yeah. Yeah. Like, that's, they cancel each other out. So what is it? Like, just not good? What happens? Probably. Like, that's, that doesn't make I, sense. I feel like I that know what you're talking bothers about. bothers me. I feel like I've seen the ad for that, 
Yeah, I, maybe it's good. I don't know, but like, how do you parody? I don't know. Like, I saw a thing where they this play where they did a parody of Harry Potter, and I thought that was funny mm. because Harry Potter is not a comedy, right? It's, I mean, it's like a young adult kids, young adult maybe, yeah. Um, but like serious fantasy, yeah, whatever. But like, you can parody that, and that's funny. Mm-hmm. You can't parody a, that's something that's already a comedy. It's like if they did like a Seinfeld parody. It's like it they already did it, right? It's called. What are you doing? Ugh, that's bothers me. All right, but they did it right with Austin Powers. Yeah, well, with Bond, it's perfect. You can do that. Talk to Mel Brooks. Has he ever done a parody of something that like they were all things that deserved to be parodied? That's true. And you should just talk to Mel Brooks in general because he's a wonderful person. Uh, Yes. Yes, Mel, the best. Yes. We got off off topic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, should we do some housekeeping? Yeah, yeah. Let's let's do a little bit of that. Yeah, get that get that squared away. All right. Well, if you liked this episode of the Poncho Section, please consider leaving us a review on your podcast player. Please check out and follow us on the social medias: Facebooks, Twitters, Instagrams. Type in the Poncho Section and look for Headley the Duck. Do you like the Poncho Section? Do you want to show your support? Are you required by law or societal pressures to walk around publicly fully clothed? The Poncho Section now has merch and can help out with that. We got t-shirts, tank tops, sweatshirts, hoodies. Dress your phone up in a Poncho Section phone case. Hang a Poncho Section art print. Tag someone with a Poncho Section sticker or enjoy your favorite beverage in a Poncho Section mug. Just go to theponchosection.com, scroll down to the bottom and click merch. And finally, if you want to be featured on an episode of the Poncho Section, send a voice memo to ponchosection at gmail.com and we'll play it in an upcoming episode. Yes, please send those. That would be a lot of fun. Definitely. Yeah, and get some merch. I love my mug. My mug yeah. is that. That's like my favorite mug. Love Great. it. Um, and there's some cool T-shirts. One I like in particular. Yeah. That have with the headphones. I, I love that. It's a cool one. Um, yeah, there's lots of good stuff. And graphic tees are in. Yeah. And uh, and you know, who doesn't love a good T-shirt? Yes. I'm and always looking for a good T-shirt. Definitely. And uh, let us know what your favorite Bond movie is, and what do you think is going to happen in the upcoming Bond film. Yeah, please. What's let us your know. What's your rumors and conspiracy theories? Yeah, please let us know. And yeah, as always, thank you all for listening. Peace. <laughs>